Hello, everybody. This is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. All right. Welcome back to the show. Uh, first and foremost, sorry that we've been gone a little bit too long. You know, we sprung a leak, had to take care of it. And there goes the peanut gallery. So, uh, yeah, once again, sorry. But, you know, what can you do? It's life. Sprung a leak, had to take care of it. Took a little longer than it should be, but everything's back to normal. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, let's start the show. Uh, first and foremost, we want to say send our condolences to the family of Leiji Matsumoto. Yes, uh, he, in case uh, you guys don't know, he was the creator of Captain Harlock, Queen mm-hmm. Emeraldus, Galaxy Express 39. Mm-hmm. And um, let me look it up because I'm sure you guys prefer knowing his work from... Uh, where is that? Ah, the Daft Punk um, visual movie album, Interstellar 5555, the story of the secret star system. Yeah. Yeah, and... Um, Spaceball Ship Yamato. Yeah. You, uh, you can say that he was responsible for introducing the space opera genre to uh, manga. To manga. And popularized it. A very good example would be the Battleship Yamato. But not only that, but I think you can say he created the anti-hero. Because, okay, I wouldn't count... Okay, even though you had Gonagai, you know, created Devil Man and stuff like that. But he wasn't really a true anti-hero. He was more of a sympathetic hero. Mm. Devil Man. I th- uh, I would say Matsumoto should be credited as being the creator of the anti-hero because of Captain Harlock. Um, because if you look at if you look at Captain Harlock and his crew and his cast, um, and uh, the cast of characters that was wi- that was in the um, his ship, you can see that there were degenerates, rejects. Uh, people that society losers, ugly, etc., etc. Et yeah, people that society would deem unworthy. And Harlock said, "No. These people do have value. They do mean something. You just don't see that potential." And that's where uh, I have to turn that around. That's not the reason why he became an antihero. Because you remember, he was also responsible for putting putting together. A very well detailed dysfunctional universe, you know, because we were rewatching uh, the anime series, and the reason why he says, you know, these people have value, well, they didn't have value in the first place. The problem was society, and this time, in this case, you can say it was society's fault. Why? Because, as the anime and the manga would explain, society found a way to build robots. Simply, simple, simple, simple like that. Hmm. When they f- got smart enough to say, hey, these robots can work, you know, wonders, but how about they just, you know, replace the workforce? Then, um, you know, Earth supposedly, you know, made a golden age, but unfortunately, because of an abundance of the robots doing all the work humans do and the humans are getting all the money, the humans then became complacent, hmm. which led to the governments becoming complacent. You know, especially when they're unified into one big, you know, Earth Force. 
everything was complacent. They'd rather be, you know, in, you know the, the saying, you know, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, bliss is ignorance. So then, you know, and then there was like, I remember certain episodes where like, you know, um, you can't question, the, you can't question the government or, or say like, you know, you know, oh, it's partly, it's, it's, it's a partly sunny day. All right. But it's part, actually, it's about to rain. Traitor! You know, you know, you know, execute him, you know. He's bringing in bad vibes. Right. So they, they got to that nasty, rampant complacency that, you know, they don't want to accept any type of flaw. Especially when uh, Captain Harlock, you know, has a, a very serious grievance. The Mazones. Mm-hmm. Except we don't know it was the Mazones. He's been saying something big is coming this way and we have to do something about it. What do they do? Almost had him killed, so he More left Earth. Yeah, he left Earth and uh, became the captain, and uh, came back to actually save the Earth, not just from the Mazones, but from its ignorance, basically from itself. Yes, you know the president going like, uh, I think Captain Harlock's uh, nemesis. Um, you know, even he was starting to see that the 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 you know, the, the humanity is too stupid. Mm. Because you know the president's like, hey, we're gonna watch another horse race track, and blah blah blah. And he's like, yeah, but we're receiving reports that something's coming this way. Like, mom, why why you gotta be a negative Nancy? Do do, do you want to go to prison? No, sir. Come on, you know, get a coke, get some vodka, and shut the hell up. We're having a good time here. Don't ruin it. Right. But yeah, but and then eventually the the, the the big shit happens, you know. They the invasion starts, and oh, yeah. And that's when you need the so-called outcasts because at least they were sane. They all they saw what was going on. They knew what was going on. They were not part of the ignorant complacency of the of the uh, dysfunctional universe that Matsumoto. Put in a very put together very well, right ahead of his time. Of course, because they had a sense of realism, right. I and think that, to this day there's still that realism that, you know, that superior, excuse me, superiority complex mixed with, you know, cultural and, and you know, complacency like you know, right. Like I was mentioning earlier, you know, like why why are you a negative nasty? You know, you want to die. You know, then here, here, have some vodka and some coke and shut up. You know, let me have my fun. Right, right. Except yeah. that was the government. Right. Um, but yeah, he, he was a, um, Matsumoto was a, was a trailblazer. He, stored his story, his storytelling, his art technique. Um, we'll stand the test in time. Uh, Captain Harlock, I think think right there would go down as like one of the most influential manga characters of all time because he was the prototype I I wouldn't say the prototype I think he he was the birth of what an anti-hero is because later on throughout the years we wouldn't have another anti-hero of that same caliber until Ralph from Fist on the North Star? Mm, 
Well, you we gotta be kind of careful there because uh, you're. Because um, I wouldn't. He's I, the, well. He's also the first one to incorporate. You know how, like, you know, um, well, not until him, I think. Um, you know, like Golden Guy or some other manga artists and stuff. They don't put together like different. Like, if they made different works, mm. they don't put them in the same universe. You know, to confl- you know that don't conflict or something. Right, right. That's right. what Matsumoto did. So he created a Leiji verse. Yeah. And that uh, completely happened with uh, Galaxy Express three uh, three nine, right? Um, you know where you got you know well the main gist of that series is about you know um, in a world where you have where immortality the golden gift of immortality becomes you know a can of coke, you know you can always get it with a can of coke or whatever. Um, but throwing in that nasty realization that only the rich people can get it and all that stuff, you know, what, what does it truly mean to be human if you got, if you're in those conditions? Right. And also, is it worth it? Right. And it, it begs the question, you know, are you willing to go that far after seeing, seeing what people go through to be immortal? Are you willing to are you willing to go through that same fate just to be immortal? Yeah, and um, you know when you see it through the TV series and especially the movies, and uh, and and a warning: if you're in a very happy mood, that's when it's good to see these movies because when you see the movies, the two movies or the TV series, you're going to be really down. Oh, and another thing too. If you suffer or have a severe case of depression or dealing with any form of depression or um, any type of recovery of either mental or physical self-harm, do not watch this series. Do not watch this series. It gets dark at times and it gets very depressingly on a regular basis. And, but, and, and don't but, forget, no, no, but it does it for a reason. It's it's the dark, the depressing, negative storytelling in the three nine nine. The the three nine is what pushes the story on forward. It moves it forward, whether you. Believe it or not, that type of storytelling helps build uh, the story around the galaxy, the, the around around Galaxy Express nine nine nine. But if but if you can't deal with that type of emotion, or you know you suffer from that type of emotion, or you know PTSD, PTSD. Or any type of fe- uh, mental or physical depression, or, or 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 anything like that, highly recommend you not to watch it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, because he 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 throws in a a a, a relevance, uh, uh, actually a universal relevance. You know, people die. You know, people die. You know, the bad guy would 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 usually win. Mm-hmm. You know, good does not prevail against evil. Uh, or sometimes being evil is the right thing to do. When all else fails. Or evil 
evil is the right thing to do when all else doesn't fail because there's always that it's it's so blurry it's like you know you keep asking the blind the what is basically like you know you know did i do good did i do good you know you're you know and, and you're in the middle of a burning no, bush no, forest that you created no it's it, no it's more of like saying you know it blurs the line of whether of okay where where is it ethically right and ethically wrong to do to to be good or evil it really 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 blurs that line a uh, good example: the first three episodes. Huh. The f- the first three episodes, the first story arc. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's a really good series. Um, another one that goes with the the Leiji universe, Queen Esmeralda's. Mm. Um. Also, the one with uh, Esmeralda's husband, and the one he's traveling throughout the desert. Oh, Tochiro? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he made that one, but I do know, uh, uh, hmm, what well, was, crap, it was in my head. Um, mm, shoot. Hmm. Uh, Queen Millennium. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's also part of the Lagiverse, and... That also blurs in is is she really an angel or is she really a a, a person of destruction? Because uh, uh, I'd rather not ruin what was going on. You you you'd have to see that because there is a connection with that and uh, and, also, and the three nines and also to warning on that one. Basically, warning throughout that entire. If you're going to sit down and watch that series, the, 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 this universe. It is depressing. It is depressing. It is sad. There's times where you just want to ball. You just want to cry. Because it's that depressing. It's that hurtful. But, but at the same time. Um... But but at the same time. But, for, but, but at the same time. You see why it's written that way. And the more you keep trucking on, you force yourself to truck on and will keep to continue watching. Then you see, okay, it pays off in the end. Whether you like it or not, how the way it ends, it pays off and tells a really good story. Oh, yeah. Very good story. Yeah. But going back to like I was saying to uh, the Captain Harlock, you know, yeah, we don't see a anti-hero of that caliber until Ra the Conqueror from Fist of the North Star, or maybe even, you know, another type of anti-hero with that same caliber and swag and and um, mannerism and stuff like that. Uh, Roy Falker from Macross. Only, hmm. only because of like this. The reason why I say Roy Falker is because, okay, has the looks. Like early 80s stuff, man. <laughs> no, but yeah, but look. He had the looks. He had the mannerisms. Even though, uh, even though Roy was a jerk at times, deep down inside, he was a good guy. You know, he did have to play a little dirty now and then, but he, but he did it. He, 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 he did it within reason. Then you go look at Ra the Conqueror, complete total opposite of Roy Falker. You know, 
He's the only man who can probably say, um, like, uh, I think, oh, he was like, you know, yeah, I'm defeated, but who, so what? I don't give a fuck. And fuck love. I'm going to die, you know, triumphant in death. Right. But, but the thing was, too, was like, I was going to say, it was like, you know, he was arrogant, cocky, but yet he, he wore it on his sleeve. He wore it like a badge. You know, a bat, a, a coat of arms. You know, but he rarely showed that he had limitations. Like when he was going against that one big dude that he saw in his youth, that he was like a big bloody massacring monster. Oh and yeah. Then, and then he, then eventually, after the apocalypse happened, he was like, you know, he drew a line in the sand. Remember? Oh no, and, it was a circle. Yeah, it was a circle, and then yeah, and, and, whoever and, stepped out. No, no, no. He says. You know, if I ever step outside of this circle, I want you to shoot me dead with your arrows, because I would rather uh, die than show any die than show any form of of cowardice. And uh, it turns out, uh, yeah, he stepped out of the circle, but his dumbass soldiers shot the other guy instead, and so he was killing off some uh, killing off his soldiers. Like you, you, you fools! I told you to shoot me. Right. And they're like saying, "Oh, he's mad. He's going nuts." He's, you know, he's like, <sighs> "Right." But yeah, and then see after Ral the Conqueror, <sighs> yeah, that's hard. Guts from Berserk. Mm-hmm. Then after Guts. Let's see, that was the nineties. Well, late eighties, early nineties. Um, after that, yeah, because that right there is hard because there wasn't really a memorable anti-hero or an anti-hero. There was a lot of great anti-villains. I'll I'll, I'll give you that. There was a lot of great anti-villains, but anti-heroes. Yeah, I think after. After Guts, there wasn't any for the longest of time. And even though manga has evolved within time, you know, still to this day, I, I don't think there's a, there's a great anti-hero. There, ha- there hasn't been one that's really, really well written. And anybody who says that that Sword Art Online or Naruto or uh, what was it? Attack on Titan? No, no. Anybody? Poorly, can... No, no. They're poorly written characters. Poorly written uh, story. Anybody can talk them. about something after the apocalypse, but uh, um, or, or or but they don't or or maybe you know an advanced world or something you know oh new magic or electronics and stuff ooh ah but they don't focus on the reality of the of of that particular universes right you know especially uh, um, you know as well crafted as Matsumoto did you know he's showing that you can't really have the good without the bad and it's mostly bad right. And in order to see the good out of everything, you're going to have to plow through it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 
I mean, the the one I mean, you know, before we close, the one episode that got kind of got me the most was when um, Tetsuro and Meito visit that one planet with the politicians. Leave oh. it at that. Leave it at that. It's a good episode. No, it's a very good episode. I know what you're talking about. Don't spoil it. And I agree with you. That is a very good example. It, I mean, there is no real. Uh, it's not really a tragic episode, so I'll, I'll just leave it like it makes it you, talks it, about the the politics of humanity in a nutshell. And it's very true then as it is today. It's that relevant. And and Maytel says a quote that like like left me going. I think the human race is in trouble. Remember the quote? Uh, probably not, but I'd rather not say it. It's best if the viewer yeah. gets up to that episode. I'm trying to remember. I mean, it's like, I think it's either in the middle. Trust me. Like the mid, like the middle of the series or maybe the latter half. It is a long series. Yeah. Yeah. So rest in peace, Maestro. Um... There'll never be another one like him. No. No. Yeah. Oh, moving on to the next thing. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> so, okay. Why are we talking about Cocaine Bear? Okay. Well, this weekend, Cocaine Bear had its uh, weekend opening. Uh, its box office debut. And it's a success. A rousing success. And here's why. Oh, it came, say, okay, okay. Uh, what was it you were going to say? I was going to say the numbers. Yeah, go say the numbers. Well, as of uh, this recording, which is Sunday, February 26th, you got uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, at uh, standing tall number one at $9.3 million. Mm-hmm. And then the second place is Cocaine Bear with $5.51 million. But in the weekend as a whole, mm-hmm. it's opening weekend. It's opening weekend. Ant Man and the Wasp made uh, number one, thirty-two point two million, and Cocaine Bear at a at a, at a, di- a kind of distant but steady second with twenty-three point one million. Okay, and I'm I and I think if they do good enough, they're going to uh, uh, overtake Ant Man and the Wasp. You know, for next weekend. That's just and I'm talking just domestic. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. The reason why a lot of people are saying that Cooking Bears is a success is because this is why. Um, what's the total number including the uh, the overseas market so far for uh, Cooking Bear? Shoot. Hold on. Like, does it have a grand total? Uh, well, I went to the worldwide box office. Sorry, uh, United. Uh, oh, the latest dailies. Uh, not really. Okay. Well, because you know you got a bunch of other movies like you know Puss in Boots and stuff like that. Yeah, which uh, it's raking up a lot of awards and nominations and stuff like that. So. So as of now, it's still on a crazy rampant. Okay, so as of now, Cocaine Bear 
is um it's up to almost 28 million the budget for the film was 33 next weekend it will basically break even No, and grand total is 28 million. Yeah. So grand total is 28 million. Next weekend, if they have a good weekend, they can break even and rest is profit. So this is, this is good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the story, <laughs> it's funny, but um, far fetched from the, because it is actually based on a very true story. Yeah. We won't ruin it for the people. But, um,. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Like, it's one of those films is like, go watch it. You know what's it about? Because it, it says in the title, Cocaine Bear. Um, if you go and watch it with an open mind and just watch it for the sheer dumb, like, okay, I'm going to enjoy myself. It's a really good film. I heard it's a really good film. If you go and watch it like that. If you're going to go and watch it like, oh, this is going to be an Oscar contender or something like that. No, you're not going to have a good time. Just take the movie for what it is and enjoy yourself. That's basically what that kind of movie is. Yeah, and it's also the uh, last uh, film completed by Ray Liotta. Yeah, this was late. I think this was Ray Liotta's last film um, before his tragic death. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, hopefully this... Next weekend, we'll go watch it, and we'll tell you what do we think about it. Yeah. So, can't wait for that. <laughs> Speaking of which, before we go, one last topic. The MCU. So, Ant-Man is not doing so good. And the last couple of MCU films haven't been doing so well. And it begs the question, is this the beginning of the end of the MCU? In, uh, not just in film, but also in television. Probably, yes. Here's a good example. I'm seeing some of the, like when it first debuted, all right, you know, 46 million, blah, blah, blah. And then it went down uh, 27%. Then... Uh, you know, down 24% the next day. Um, President's Day weekend, it jumped down 44.6%. And its major, like, drop was uh, February 21st with 50.4%, like, drop. Yeah. Oops, you, you today or, or what have you. The problem is, you know, after the buzz of, of movies like Ant-Man and stuff like that for the, for the MCU... Um, you know, people drop off more quickly than usual. I mean, well, it's yeah. not like those movies, like you know, classic classical example, uh, Star Wars. People were seeing that shit over and over and over again. Yeah, because there was nothing like it at the time. Unfortunately, with an oversaturation of movies from you know the MCU, you're not going to get that effect. And like uh, Cosmo said from Singing in the Rain, if you've seen one of them, you've seen them all. Right. Well, not only that, but here, here's, my, here's my hypothesis. 
I think the Marvel universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, already jumped the shark like ages ago. It jumped it aged ago. The Avengers, the Avengers. I think uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, the two parter. Mm. After that, it just went downhill, with the exception of Deadpool. Well, Deadpool, Deadpool did uh, his own thing until it, 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 no, no. It, that's what I'm saying. Deadpool did his own thing and blew people out of the water. Rumor has it that the upcoming Deadpool film, there, that's where he's going to be incorporated into the MCU. But if rumors are true, he is going to be part of it, but they're still going to let him do his own thing. So theoretically, he's still going to be there. He's a, he's going to be in the MCU, but doing his own thing. That's I think that's going to be the saving grace from for Deadpool. Other than that, outside of Deadpool, okay, Black Widow was a hit. Well, no, Black Widow was a miss. Um, then Modok was a miss. Mobius was a huge miss. Then it became relevant again because it became a meme. Sony thought it was a smart idea that, hey, you know what? I think people are going to like it. Let's put it back in the theater again. Wrong. A miss times two. Um, It got... uh, Black Panther was a hit. Then... Venom was a hit. Then the, the Ant-Man films hit and a miss. And then you got the TV with, with She-Hulk and all that stuff. And the, She-Hulk was a hit and a miss as well. I heard it was... Um, Moon Knight was a hit, but they somehow dropped the ball on that one. They, they're not... You know, they're just going to like leave it like that. There's no, they don't think they're going to make a second season out of it. And then that was a huge hit on their hands, and then they just dropped the ball on that one. Um, aren't aren't they trying to build all this crap up together? Like it, Loki, like, Loki was a hit, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy film, the third one, uh, supposed to be that's gonna be coming out soon. That right there is gonna supposedly that one is supposed to lead up to there's. They're going to try to lead up to Secret Wars. Here's the problem with Secret Wars. You still have the Fantastic Four movie that's supposed to come out. <laughs> there's there's even rumors right now that they're thinking about scrapping that. Because, it's, because Ant-Man, took, Ant-Man took way too long to produce. Krang the Conqueror should have been out a couple films ago. And the storyline that they're going to base off him about Krang the Conqueror. Yeah, I think two movies ain't going to cut it. And and here's the sad thing, too, about Krang the Conqueror. He's going to be a transitional villain. He's not the main villain of of this time around in, in, in 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 the MCU right now. You know, kind of like wrestling. There's a terminology called uh, transitional champion. Mm-hmm. That's when you take somebody 
to be a, to be the new holder of a belt, but he's only he's only there as a placeholder until the next guy comes in and takes the rightfully takes the belt. That's what Krang the Conqueror is because supposedly Fantastic Four was supposed to come out this year. That's when we were supposed to get Doom. Now we don't even know that's going to happen. They either they're going to introduce him in Fantastic Four, or they're going to they're like they're already mentioned him. And here's the other problem: they don't have a villain. You already did Thanos. Okay, that's that. Okay, that's fine. You guys did horrible with Ultron. Ultron sucked. Yeah. And, and and there's still that god awful taste of uh remember the old Fantastic Four movies with uh Galactus? Uh yeah, that that's another thing too. The Fantastic Four have not been a box office hit. No matter what people say. It was ne- they were never good. But also too if you're not going to introduce Doom in, if you're not going to introduce Doom in the Fantastic Four, how the hell are you going to do Secret Wars? Doom plays an important role in Secret Wars. And if the rumors are true that they're going to base it off of the very first Secret Wars, yeah, you kind of need Doctor Doom to be established by now. But to me, the main problem with the MCU right now. Is they're just pumping out failure after failure after failure after failure. They're just throwing stuff on the wall and see what sticks and what doesn't. And that's pretty sad. We could have got a hat. We could have had by now. We could have had a Howard the Duck TV series. No, can't have that. No. By now, Doom could have been out. Oh, from the first galaxy, uh, you know, the end credits of uh, uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, of the galaxy yeah. where they had Howard the Duck, they could have made a movie or TV series out of that. There was a TV series lined up, and there was a movie series lined up. There was, there were, They were going to introduce Howard the Duck into the MCU. Nope, it's not, that's not happening now. But MODOK got his own show, and that sucked. Ugh. That sucked horribly. You know? You have like you're trying to do so. They're trying to they're trying to stuff in so much in so little time, and people are just burned out. You know, and I and you know when I get asked questions about should I should I watch like the MCU films? Where do I start and everything? I would tell people, okay, you know what, just do this. Watch the first Iron Man. Watch the first Captain America. And watch The Incredible Hulk with um, Edward Norton. Mm. Watch those three. If you like what you if you like what you see, watch every watch these set of films all the way up to the first Avengers film when they all got together. Mm. If you like that. Go move on to the second set. If you don't, but like if you, but if you do like it, 
but you don't have the time to sit down and watch all the films, go read the graphic novels. Because that's where the original stories came from. Mm -hmm. Save you a lot of time and a lot of money. If you don't want to buy the if you like you know if you don't want to buy a physical copy, okay, you can buy digital copies. If there's any left, mm-hmm. mm. but if not, go buy a physical copy, buy a paperback or a hardcover. You know, it's right there. The history's there. It's in the top of your hand. It's just you know, or just go to a local library and just look and see and just sit down and read. It's not gonna kill you. No. But, but then here's the thing. Are people going to do it? No. No. Problem is the, the, the attention spans. And, and for some reason, uh, um, even though they're not getting that, they should stop watching these movies because of the burnout. Not, not you know, the CGI burnout, the, un, the, 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 predictable, the predictability of the plot of the story, what's going on. So the stories are starting to unravel into poop. Um, and people are are not blind to that. They're seeing that it's it, it's getting, eh. like I know what's gonna happen. You know, you might as well read the comics. Or, yeah. Or, or 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 they're saying that, you know, or they're just you know stepping away from oh you know Superman here you know all that stuff. The more I'm sorry, not Superman, but you know like the, Iron Man, Spider Man, whatever. They're stepping out of that and they're looking at the at the movie as a Hollywood film. Like, does it? attract attention does it actually tell a good storyline in this case blah 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 blah. all right and it's starting to look like the answer is no with a few exceptions you know um you know the few exceptions would be you know black panther both black panther films were good um shang chi um basically the tony long film Yes, I said it, and still, he was the only one that was worth watching. And what did I regret watching it? No. Why? Because finally, you all finally, everybody got to see how great he, Tony Long is. You know, it was that was his movie. That was his coming out party here to America. And if all you people out there saying, "Oh yeah, I love Tony Long," liars. You liars. You didn't see him, you know, you didn't see him in Internal Affairs. You didn't see him in Bok Choy Express. You didn't even see him in, you know, Hero, Dra- Hero Dragon Inn. Or many of his other, like, soap operas. and The TV real shows. version of Redcliffe. Not the crappy international version. I'm talking about the real version where, it's, where it is a four-hour masterpiece of the Three Kingdoms period of China. With, with, and one of those actors was totally done. Yeah. That version. Yeah. The list goes on. But yeah, if people, you know, if you have a friend that says, oh, yeah, I know. I've been watching Tony Long for so long. Just tell him, liar. Just tell him, what's, what was his first, like, what, where was his break, breakout star? What, what, what was his breakout film? Oh, and also ask him, who was his best friend that he went to acting school with? I know the answer, and I'm not going to say it. Hmm. See, and if they don't know that, you know they're lying. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, getting back to the issue at hand, like the uh, as a, 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 a as a production 
you know, the movie as a production, you know, like Ant-Man or whatever, um, they're starting to uh, fall apart and become stagnant. It's becoming uninteresting. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, No, it is. Yeah, it is. Because, like... And the people are... A lot of people are saying that Phase 4 itself is a failure. Yeah, it's because they just don't know what to do anymore. And plus, too, you know, now that James Gunn is officially the new, you know... The, the the new head and face of the DC movie the, the DC films right. and like the list of films that he's going to release I'm more excited for that Creature Commandos hell I'm in they they don't get the love they deserve yeah you know the downside yeah I won't get to see Doom Patrol anymore you know after season four but you know hopefully ho- hopefully Gun can bring them back in a film. Give them their last hurrah. But I'm kind of glad Titans is getting, is getting canned finally. But, mm. but, but yeah. See? The, like, you know, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, I think that was, I think that right there is the closest thing you're going to get to his version of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And not only that, but also they already got way too many established actors and superheroes. Are they going to take risks to introduce newer superheroes? You know, no, the like risk, for, the for, risk for, is... Like, like, for example, uh, the Miss Marvel TV series, good risk. It was a really good show. They took a risk and they and it, it it worked out for them. Loki, he was already established, but yet everyone loved him. But then you take Captain Marvel, no Captain Marvel, um, the Ant Man films, and um, yeah, just take those. Take those films, and you, and the many other uh, failures and stuff like that 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 hasn't been doing so well. You know, they're like, you want to introduce someone new, but the list of cancellation stuff that can't that they can and not are not thinking about bringing back. Tell me if you would actually want to go see this. And another okay, problem. Like, no, like oh this. no 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 no. And another problem. I'm trying to add. Okay. Another problem is. Um, certain heroes and our villains, you know, at least in the U.S., uh, they want, a, you know, people would want a resolution. So certain characters get permadeaths. Yeah. And somehow they have to work around it to either bring them back because it's part of a bigger storyline or this person is very important, but we don't see him again for some reason. Yeah. Like I was saying, there's some like the list of canceled, canceled stuff that would have been interesting to watch. Okay, the Silver Surfer, oh, uh, Howard the Duck, Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing Squirrel Girl. Um, a newer uh, uh, the Punisher. They wanted to bring back the Netflix Punisher, but Disney said no. Uh. The West Coast Avengers. 
be grateful that we're actually going to get a sequel to the X-Men animated TV series from the 90s. Because that that was on that was going to be that was on the chopping block. Hmm. Be grateful we're getting that. And the one I think the one that kind of I was really sad about when I heard that it was kind of in the talks but then it got canned was the um the pet avengers. Hmm. I wanted my Thor frog. You know. But um but see, wasn't the Howard, wasn't Howard the Duck in that one too? He was Iron Duck. Yeah, that was in the comics. Um, it's worth the read. Go read it. You'll like it. It's, it's enjoyable. Um, but yeah, but see, that's the thing. Those were those were heroes and stuff like that that I actually wanted to, you know, I, I wanted to see. I want that. That sounded interesting, especially the Silver Surfer. They were going to base it on um, early Silver Surfer when he was first introduced. A lot of the sci-fi stuff and everything like that, um, like the West Coast Avengers. That was going to be an interesting thing. Squirrel Girl, hell, who doesn't love Squirrel Girl? And there's already pictures and stuff like that that was already leaked about what the show could have been. Um, same thing with Howard the Duck. What it could have been. That was going to be great. And um, so on and so forth. But. Um, yeah. We have to see. If Guardians 3. Will break even or not. Because if it doesn't break even. Then I would say Disney has two options. Slow it down. Or. There, or go. Alright after. Phase four. Let's take a hiatus. And then we'll pick it up later. Mm, but the problem. At the same time with that hiatus. How long is it? I mean, it's got to be long enough to, like, you know, give everybody a break. Exactly. You know, and um, and 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 it also can't be too long because people will tune out very quickly. I don't know. I don't know about tuning out because how the way DC is setting up right now, how James Gunn is setting up DC for their films. I'm throwing. I, I'm not talking about domestic. I'm talking about there's always that left curve. There could be a, a movie from Iceland where it talks about. I don't know, you know, how they believe in fairies and stuff. And that could be the, the the literal giant killer between DC and Marvel. Who cares about them? The fairies! That's what I'm talking about. Uh, well, as far as Disney is concerned, there's that left, you know, someone's going to come right in and throw a left curveball and, you know, the status quo is destroyed. I'll call it Christopher Nolan. <laughs> well, that depends. What 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 what's he's gonna be doing? Well, no, because the three his his Batman trilogy kind of just like it hurt DC, but it also hurt Marvel as well because it's like 
those three films were like the perfect superhero films. Mm. And there weren't fantasy or anything like that. They were, they were grounded on reality. Yeah. What better way to do it than with Batman? Well, see, that, <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying, you know. So that's Disney's strategy. I mean, if they're going to do a hiatus, it can't be it can't be too long tuning out. Okay. Or or well, okay. What what last question? What would be too long, and what would be too short of a hiatus? Unfortunately, in, say, in this day and age, be re, be realistic. In this day and age, I think in both aspects, it's probably a year or two, if they're lucky, two years. Otherwise, it's maybe just one year because they always talk about the fiscal year. It's always about the, the finances. So they're going to say within the next fiscal year, maybe third quarter or something. Well, what the hell does that translate to? I'm not a business guy, but I'm just saying whatever that translates to, it cannot. It could be in between a year, one year or two years. It, it, can't, it can't be shorter than that. That's too short of a time. Because then they'll probably have a tax write-off or something like they do many times, and then blah blah blah. Or and or it can't be over two years because you know people will move on to Icelandic from like I said, you know, my example with the fairies, you know, Iceland, or maybe something from Greenland. I don't, I know Green. Yes, I know Greenland is an uninhabited place, but the the fact of the matter is that maybe a green a film in Greenland about penguins that will destroy everything. There, it could be there there. As to, in terms of what's going on, it's too much at stake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what I'm saying is far-fetched, but it is based, grounded on reality because... I, I, I have to quote the Smiths here. I'm the boy with the thorn in his side. I lo- I'm looking for proper love, but the thorn in his side is not letting me, and I'm getting tired of the thorn. Right here first, folks. All right. Well, and enough. it ain't about love either. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough time right then and there. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next week to talk about more crazy things uh, in the world of pop culture and whatnot. On behalf of We Are Cats, I am Captain Cats. Hope you guys have a good time and take care. Yo ho.